So what up, you guys? Welcome to Elo Designs Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren. And on this podcast, I talk about my life as a graphic designer. And I also talk about the struggle of being a creative. On this podcast, I bring various guest stars to talk about their life as a creative. So whether you're a designer, freelancer, painter, or podcaster, feel free to join this podcast where we talk about the struggle of being a creative and just enjoy, sit back, relax, and tune in. So today we have Ryan, custom designer. That's great. Yep. Ryan is from New York. I'm so happy to be speaking from with um yes, with someone from New York, so. Brooklyn gang, what you talking about? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, um, I went to school in New York, so a lot of people listening most likely might be from New York, so. Oh, Ben, say that. Mm-hmm. People from New York people, um, they represent their <laughs> borough, but um. But anyways, um, as I start going within the questions, how did you become a custom designer? Or what is a custom designer per se? And then how did you go about into becoming a custom designer? So, well, I say I'm a custom designer because I don't limit myself to um, just one medium of like art mm-hmm. and creativity because I do. I First, I started off customizing shoes. Because, like, I'm not going to lie, one day I was bored on YouTube and I was like, I seen people doing it. I was like, hmm, I'm kind of artistic. So mm-hmm. I was like, let me try this and see where it goes. And then I tried a couple of pairs and then I grew to like it. And then people say, yeah, that looks good. You should keep doing it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to make this like my little like side business. And then eventually I wanted to like grow and stuff like that. Okay. And, um, yeah. So like right now, like I started off customizing shoes. And then I started like painting on like clothes and things like that. Cause like um, painted jeans started becoming like a thing. So I started doing that. And then I do um, resin epoxy. So it's like um, liquid glass. So like, (laughs) so like I made, um, like I made myself like a rolling tray and all of that. And then I made my mom, um, she she does nails. So I bought her, she bought a table. And then I made the tabletop like resin marble looking kind of. When, yeah, I know what you're talking about when they put their hands on it and it's all nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. And then I'm training right now to do, do to do tattoos. Like literally when I get off of this, <laughs> I'm gonna be practicing tattoos. You got like a most you have like a multi dis um multidisciplinary designer thing going, but it's amazing. Uh, um and how long have you been doing this for? As far as like um, custom shoes and all that other stuff. Like, do you remember like when you started? I could say like I first started like doing like this business like two years ago. Oh, okay. Like summer, summer senior year, yeah. See, that's good. And then growth, that's so important. See, you start off with shoes, and then you start off with this, and then you start off with this, and then right. it's all about growth. See, I'm proud. Um, <laughs> So what is, like, the everyday life of a custom designer? Because customs, I'm telling you, like, that's specific. And I know you go through so much with this whole process, but as far as, like, everyday life on, like, what you go through on a daily basis, like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. So, like, I can say sometimes it's, like, really time-consuming because, how I put it? Because, you know, like, I still have, like, my like my regular life. You know, you got to go to work. You got to pay bills, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Yes. So, I just have to. One for the rent. One for the rent. One for the So, like, I'm just be figuring out, like, how to, like, balance it. Like, if I have, like, a long day of work. And, like, I have a couple of, like, custom orders to do. Like, I'll try to 
you know, like I'll do a little bit of each of them. So every day when I come home from work, like a little bit of each of them will get done. So by like the end of the week, everything should be done. Okay. Dang, you get this in like a good amount of time too. See, you're not like wasting time. Like, see, the importance of time and managing uh-huh. your time. I think that's like your goals. And I think that's really amazing how you're trying to go through that. That's probably the hardest thing too. It's like, you still got to worry about life. You still have to go to work and you still have to do this, but you also have a craft that you have to focus on. Right. be so annoying and so frustrating yeah i'm not gonna lie it is annoying sometimes because sometimes i come home from work like working eight hours i'm like man i'm about to smoke and go to sleep i'm not doing none of this <laughs> you're like i'm done i'm over the day <laughs> like it's a wrap yeah. oh i know that though i know that um so this is kind of like the ultimate question um based off of this podcast it's a really about the struggle and what do you go through and you kind of explain some of it but as far as like the ultimate struggle <laughs> or as far as like balancing you said it too like balancing work and balancing um trying to um create work for people but what mm-hmm. is like the struggles that you have to go through you can list them or you could just say you got one big one like what struggles um i think i could think like the main struggle is like since i'm starting like a business from the ground up is like um like advertising and like target audience oh yeah yeah because like since like i'm starting literally from like nothing like just me yeah like it's kind of hard like to just get yourself out there by yourself and then another thing too is um you need patience you need a lot of patience <sighs> you pick you paint <laughs> customs right you your patience is i see <laughs> no dang though to be honest though i can really understand that as far as like trying to build from like the ground up Mm -hmm. and that's the thing too like i go to college and i have i i can get connects from that way too but the thing is it's like when you're trying to do something on the side and something for yourself it's Mm -hmm. so hard because it's like oh i gotta like market i need to know what marketing is and then it's like the business of everything people don't understand that part too it's like it's more than just i'm making work for fun it's like okay i'm trying to establish something i'm trying to establish a business i'm trying to learn how to you know, market on social media, create an e-commerce shop. I'm doing all these things. And, you, and it's right. like subconsciously, you don't even realize that you're trying to run a whole business and people are just like, oh, you're trying to just, you just paint all day. It's like, no, you don't get no, it. It's way like, more, it's than, more that. than that. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Um, your biggest challenge and how you overcame it. My biggest challenge. Um, I think I could say like my biggest challenge is like, I'm really good at like drawing like designs, like colorways and things like that. Mm-hmm. But um, my biggest like challenge was like having to, like to draw people and things like that with like highlights and values and mm-hmm. shades and all of that. So like, I don't know, I was kind of scared to do that. Cause like growing up, like I could draw, but like, I could never draw people. It would be straight stick figures. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but see, see, this is the thing that I want people to realize too about design and like other things as far as like, you don't have to be the perfect artist. You Like they see art, they're like, whenever, like art school tour design school, they're like, you need to be like Picasso or even Picasso work ain't even like, surre- like with realism and stuff. But exactly. uh-uh, I don't blame you with that one though. Right. And even if it's like you're I feel like if you're like a creative person and like you do art, like when I do stuff, none of my like I could get ideas from other people, but I can never make my art like somebody else's. Like it's always mine that has like my own little spin onto it. Mm. So how do how did you like establish that? Like your own little spin? It's like your style type of thing. <laughs> so like um 
I don't know. I think the way I really established it is like people will come to me and be like, oh, I want this specifically like this and that. And I feel like it's kind of hard to try to, it's harder to copy what somebody else already did instead of doing what's already first in your mind, you yes. know? See, that's the thing about visionary people. We th- we have an idea already. And me trying to envision what they think, that's probably like the hardest thing too. It's like, bro, like, mm-hmm. I, already, I already see the vision for you. Why are you trying to mess it up? <laughs> mm-hmm, I don't blame you with that one. I can understand yeah. with that one, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is the common myth that people say about your industry? So, like, people tell you things like, I don't know, um, you don't need to get paid this much or oh you're a custom designer you don't do much all day just like what is like some <laughs> common myths or some bs that people tell you all the time <laughs> like i think some common myths a common myth is like um with the pricing because <laughs> it'd be boring because people like <laughs> <laughs> so like i mostly do like air force ones the air force ones are 90 dollars, but mm-hmm. i sell customs for like between depending on what you want between like 230 and like 400 but that's because I'm including the shoe, I'm including the shipping. And it's like, you're paying for, it's not like you're just paying for a shoe, like you're paying for somebody's work, somebody's art, somebody's creativity. And the shoe just happened to be the medium or the canvas that I decided to put it on. Mm. So it's not really like, oh, I'm paying for a shoe. It's like, I'm paying for art, but I could wear this art at the same time. See, no, that's a, when you said that, like pricing, like clap three times if you've ever been through something as far as pricing with a client and they're like, they ask you, why are you charging for your talent? It's like, okay, exactly. you're for a reason, right? You're not doing it for a reason. It's just like, I have like, if, I, if I'm charging you $230, I'm giving you $230 work. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, <laughs> and the thing is too, I, I can understand if people, some people can't afford it, but it's like, when it comes to like the respect though, you got to understand <laughs> why I charge that price. It's not me saying, oh, like I'm trying to up, upball you and upsell you all this stuff because like, I think you're broke or something. No, it's like, this is how I see myself <laughs> my work. And I'm just like, I don't know. People don't understand that. And it's really frustrating. And it's the same thing with logos, too. It's like mm-hmm. you're supposed to technically charge like $300 a logo. But when you say to someone, oh, I'll do it for like $250, they are like, why are you charging that much for a logo? And it's like, OK, when you start to and that's the thing, too, is like the credentials that go into it. It's like, OK, with your business, where are you putting this? Where are you using this? And that's the thing, too. They just see like the product and they don't notice. Yeah. Okay. Everything that goes into it. Yes. And it's so frustrating. And it's like, bro, like, do you not realize I'm stressing right now because I'm trying to make something for you? But no, I can understand that. And yes, I ran on a rant. Um, just because I'm really passionate about this. Um, I made like a post. It's like, just because I'm freelancing doesn't mean I do work for free. So exactly. Like there's this one dude hit me up on Snapchat the other day, because usually when you buy stuff, if you go and you buy something, you pay for it and then you get it. And then this one guy, he's like, yeah, I want these blue bandana Air Force Ones, but you got to make them first so I can see what they look like. And that I'm like, I'm not about to make it and just have them sitting here if you don't like them. Like, you know? <laughs> uh, oh. I hate that. I hate that. See, that's just stressful as hell. Just dealing with people, too. Someone also said that, too. Like, just dealing with the client or dealing with someone, it's like nobody understands how frustrating that could be, too. It's like, exactly i'm trying to be like calm and then you have to be professional too so you're like okay you know Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna take this disrespect yeah like that's how it was for me at first like people be like oh that's too much money that i'm like okay you broke that's your problem like (laughs) 
<laughs> like, get, I'm like, yo, get your money up. Like, you, I was like, what I used to say? I'd be like, you could go buy some Jordans for like $300, but you can't buy no Air Forces, like custom for 230 Like, da 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 The thing like, is, cust- custom takes a long time. And that's exactly. the thing, too. If Nike does, like, a custom, sometimes it's, like, they'll have – it's not even a custom. It's, like, a limited edition. And it'll come out, and it's, like – it's specific, but it's, like, multiple copies of it. But a custom is, like, that is yours. That is exactly. one custom. That's – nobody got like the same copy. Else I- see. Yeah, that, that whole part, like, that's crazy. That's what really, like, be blowing me. <laughs> I be blowing you, huh? I don't blame you. <laughs> I can I can understand that, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next question is: um, Is there any pressure that comes with being a custom designer? Like, do you have standards that you have to go by? Do you think, or do you ever have like self doubt? Like, man, my work ain't good, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, not gonna lie. Like sometimes, like when I like do a piece, and I sometimes I have my own self doubt. I'm like, this don't really look that good. Like to me, like in my own eyes, like it don't look good. Like, it looks like it was supposed to look like, but I don't know if I'm explaining it right, but, like, it looks like it was what it's supposed to look like, but in my mind, I'm like, they might not like it. You know, it's like, just self-doubt sometimes. Yeah. And that's it. Mm-hmm. What were you about to say? No, I said, um, I feel like a lot of artists have that, too, and it's like, I think it really just has to do with growth and, like, practice. And, like, the yeah. more, the thing is, too, like the more you do things and I think it's really good too because you have your thing like you say you do other clothing too but having it niche down to like what you do it's like I make custom work for people I make Mm -hmm. this too and then resin personally I like resin and I wanted to get to it and like make earrings and stuff for fun but the fact Uh that you're like just opening up certain things and I think that's kind of the hardest part too is like um I have that problem too with design it's like I'm trying to find multiple things and everyone thinks like you're supposed to just do one thing and then be known for that. But sometimes you want to open up and you want to branch out and you don't want to limit yourself because if you limit yourself, you don't know your true potential. But Mm -hmm. I think just growing and practicing, you kind of get out of it. But also too, like that style that you have, if you create a style that's specific and you're like, Oh, I want that because he makes it like this. That's (laughs) important too. Right. Mm -hmm. So, what is the greatest lesson you've learned, you know, on this journey? Mm-hmm. The greatest lesson I've learned? Yeah, or something you learned that was new, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, damn, that's like mad dramatic. Like, <laughs> I know. These, look, these questions, like, I might switch them up because I don't want to have the same guests answer the same type of question. But I don't know. Uh-huh. It's like, I just try to think of things that people want to think about in a way. But I don't know, something. <laughs> inspirational magical <laughs> i don't know it's really it is dramatic as hell but i'm a dramatic person so <laughs> <laughs> all right um okay i'm not gonna lie what was the question again <laughs> <laughs> you got jokes huh you got <laughs> jokes today the greatest lesson you've learned <laughs> okay, something okay, you learned hmm um hmm I think, well, I think I said it already earlier, but it's um, patience because there's been like a lot of times where like I really wanted to give up because I was like, damn, this is taking too long. Like, or like it'll, I'll have like a drought sometimes, like one week, like I have mad orders, everything be popping. And then like the next two or three weeks, like I don't have nothing. Like I'll be posting every day. 
and like I wouldn't get nothing. So like patience is like just a really big thing. Mm-hmm. So because like building, like I said, building a business from the ground up takes a lot, and it takes a lot of patience, and it might not be within the allotted time that you would want it to be in, but if you like keep putting in that work and like you don't give up, even like when times seem bad, then you should like you go make it. But you have to like want to make it. Mm. Okay. And with that patience, like um you said it takes over time too. Like what advice do you have for people who like, you know, like me? <laughs> I don't know, it's just the thing with patience with me, it's just so hard. Um, cause like after I get used to doing something for a long time and I don't like it, I start to get frustrated. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Patience has just been so hard for me. And I just like, I don't know how to manage it. Or I, I do. I have a, I have a limited amount of patience with certain things, I should say. But uh-huh. it's like, I know with patience, it's like, it comes, it's more than just like, all right, you got to just do this now. I don't know. Right. Like, I feel like that's why sometimes I don't do so much client work just because the back and forth, the back and forth, the back and forth. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't need to do all this, but it's like mm. your business owner, you have to. So how do you right. like all that patience and such, I should say? Well, with me, cause like, I feel like if I did give up, eventually I'll be like, I would regret it. I'll be like, damn, like by this time, like if I quit like last year and I'd be like, damn, by now I could have been doing this or I could have been doing that. And then I feel like I would have probably like regretted it. So I just kept choosing to, choosing to, like, push on and, like, see where it went. But, like, I don't know. I feel like another thing is it's, like, a self, like, a self-love, self-confidence thing also. Mm-hmm. Because it's, like, like I'm not, like, I'm not trying to be, like, cocky or nothing. But, like, the way I think about it to, like, keep myself going is, like, I know, like, I'm, like, I know I'm Ryan Sim, So, like, mm-hmm. like, like, I'm doing me. Like, what I want to do, if I want something done, it's going to get done. And if that's what I want, that's what I'm going to get. And I'm gonna try my ultimate hardest to get there. Cause like when I like when I'm like when I get bigger and I want my business to be bigger, like I want people to know my name. They're gonna see me and be like, oh yeah, that's civil. You like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like that's my motivation, like for the future. So I just think about the future and be like, Yeah, I wanna get here. So I'm gonna put in that work to get here. You know what? That's actually a great way to think about it too. As far as like confidence too, that's it's so hard to have it, especially when you're like, dang, I don't do good. Mm-hmm. It's like you're your worst enemy when it comes to making artwork. You like not not just for yourself or for other people, but just like creating. It's like mm-hmm. some people will say, Oh, your work's good, and then some people say, Oh, I hate it. And then when people hate it, you're like, oh, okay. But then when it's like someone says it look good, and then you're like, Does it look good? My like is it true? <laughs> like it's, mm-hmm. it's crazy how our minds work as creatives yeah like with the like with the self-confidence thing like you have to learn how to um block out like the negative um like the negative criticism like if somebody says like oh that doesn't look good this that, and the other like for a second i'll probably be like damn they right and then like in my mind i'll be like bro fuck you like if i, <laughs> if I say it look good it look good i don't mm. care what you think if you don't like it then don't buy it there's other people that like it that's true because they buying it for a reason like <laughs> No, to be honest, that's true. And that's the thing, too. You have to know your product, too. If you know that the stuff you're making is good and it's high quality and the things that you're making with is high quality, like, there should be no reason or no, like, argument as to... And that's the thing, too. It's kind of, like, um, promoting your product, too. You got to, like, you have to um, know your product to sell it, too. 
exactly but that's the thing too it's like um if i tell somebody like a logo is 300 they're gonna be like what the hell why but then that knowledge it's that knowledge that you have that's so important you're like okay it's because of this and you break it down and sometimes they're willing to do it but then other times they're like all right bye but then that's when you have to realize you can't really lowball yourself and say mm-hmm. Oh, okay, let me lower my price. No, you yeah. just have to find the better clients. Yeah, that's one thing I learned too. Because before they'd be like, "Yeah, that's tax," but I'm like, "Damn, I'm trying to make money, so let me scrape up this little money." But like, if you're running your business, you gotta be like stern on your price. You be like, "This is what it is," and if you don't like it, you can leave. You don't you don't go to like fucking Foot Locker and be like, "Damn, this shoes are sixty dollars. They should be thirty, and they're gonna give it to you for thirty. Like, that's not how this stuff works. Mm-hmm. and that's the thing too it's like supporting black owned businesses too they always say oh i support this support this okay yeah. do you really though because you because i don't know especially with like and that's another thing i wanted to ask too like um how do you feel when it comes to things like that too not just in like shoes and stuff too or sneakers like in the fashion industry and stuff like that mm-hmm. like black owned businesses in general yeah like things what, like that yeah mm-hmm. like, well, i feel like Mm-hmm. If you support a black owned business, you're gonna actually like support. Like you're gonna like shout them out, try to get them out there, you gonna cop their stuff to like show the people and things like that. And whether it's something for five dollars or four hundred dollars, then I feel like if you really support, then you gonna be fully indulged into it. Yeah, that's the thing too. It's like, um, I'm not saying so many people are trying to like just promote themselves for that, but I'm saying supporting the thing is you don't have to, if you think something's expensive, right? You don't always have to buy it, but you can always share or promote or do something like that. Yeah. And you could promote for free. Like that's the thing too. It's like, it's so hard having people saying, Oh, I do this. I support you. Cause you're this and you're a black owned business. And I'm like, okay. And then it's like, those are just words. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you supportive though? Do you say, um, but I don't know. That can be really frustrating sometimes, too. And the thing is, too, it's like, I don't want people to think, too, it's like, oh, it's a Black-owned business. I'm trying to support it. It's like, no, wait. Yeah. You, do you really support it, though? Like, do you know what this means? It doesn't mean capitalism and bring it here. No, it means, like, really support my business and just support what I do. Exactly. And, like, I just think, like, that is crazy because, like, people, they'll go and they'll buy all this stuff, like, like Louis Vuitton and all of these other things, like, like no disrespect like it don't matter but mm-hmm. like that white men me and then they won't support something from a black owned business that's around the same price mm-hmm. because they just want what society deems as like what to wear you know you understand what i'm trying to say no that's true and then the stuff that they be posting too is like just racist stuff it just is like it's okay and it's like then they still and they're still buying the thing that blows my mind is that they're still buying it exactly what the hell are you doing right like like no discrimination to the white people but like they put money in the white man's pockets and but then they say they own they support black businesses yeah and i don't know that i feel like that could be that's an issue too and it needs to be fixed Mm -hmm. i don't know it's just really frustrating too and it's and it's it's specifically like the fashion industry too when it comes to that like oh you're buying these high high high-end quote-unquote like items but it's like okay but when it comes to people who are just starting out or they're trying to like do something and really support mm. it's like okay it's kind of like lagging and it's like why exactly. i don't know it's just something to think about that's important but, 
but aside from all the negativity of the fashion industry i don't know i don't even talk about fashion that much and that's the thing too i don't want to go deep into it because it's not like i'm like a well-known fashion designer it's just right. I, I hear about it and i and i like i don't know i think it like comes up too as far as like you know the products that they use and the sustainability and how it's bad for the environment this this is all this stuff <laughs> i'm just like okay what is the general problem though it's, the problem is y'all buying things from people who don't support you <laughs> exactly Mm-mm. but and on a positive note um what are, what would be your like ultimate goal um either right now or the next five years like where do you see yourself um my ultimate goal like I want to do, like, that's why I gave myself, like, multiple, like, things to do, like, creativity-wise. Mm. So, like, I want, like, I want to have fun, like, my main source of income be something I'm doing, but it's something I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. So, instead of working and then doing this on the side, I'll work on the side and do this as my main, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. So, yeah, like, I would want to do that, and I'm just trying to, like, just, like, because, like, I know it's cliche, but this guy really is the limit, though. Like, don't, like, ever, like, limit yourself, like, to one thing or, like, to one level. Like, you're always, you're always trying to level up. Mm. Mm. Growth is important. Mm-hmm. No, that's the thing, too, as far as, like, working and stuff. I, I hear so many things. They, some people say work for your passion or remember that it's work and other stuff like that. But this is the thing. If you see that, if you want to have multiple streams of income, you have to do the amount of work that, that puts in, right? And right. it's like, you're always going to have to, you're not always going to have to do this, but you do have that job. It's like, all right, I got to do this job, nine to five, blah, blah, blah. And that's the thing too. Don't ever hate on your nine to five because that's just income that supports your business. And it's like, even though your business is low, that income that you're getting from your main job or your quote unquote nine to five, it Mm -hmm. goes into your business and then it grows and then it grows. And then eventually like compound interest and all this other stuff if you start investing too i'm not and i'm not gonna do all this i'm not gonna say oh do forex no i'm just saying like investing (laughs) (laughs) investing investing in yourself and your business is gonna be like like think of it as a stock it's gonna double up it's gonna compound and it's gonna grow just because you're you're putting your money somewhere where it's gonna grow for you though and i don't know i think that's important Mm -hmm. yeah i had to put in that forex just because people know i invest so they're like do you do forex do you do forex no i don't i'm not gonna say my opinion on it because that's you it's okay uh, nah, they be mad annoying i'm like no i'm not signing up <laughs> that's a they they okay i want to put this out there too you know and i know this is like this is like really going deep on my podcast today <laughs> but when people ask for your forex thing or to sign up most likely they get an income from you signing up even with like yeah. investing too like on robin hood so it's like <laughs> They don't care what you do with your money. They just want you to sign up so you could do something with your money eventually. That's just the whole thing. And they're, yeah. making, they're making passive income just by signing these people up. And they're smart. I'm sorry, I can't hate. They're smart for that. But no. Dang. I really went in on my podcast today, though. I didn't know what I'm talking about before. <laughs> um, okay, next question. Um, what projects are you working on now, basically? Like... I don't know, like, what what you got in store for your people if you don't want to say or any hidden stuff? <laughs> All right. Well, I got a couple of things going on right now. Right now, I'm doing um, some Air Forces because this girl, she had texted me and she said she wanted her some shoes for her boyfriend. And her boyfriend, she has like, he has like a red Cadillac or something like that. Mm. So 
he wanted like a shoe that has something to do with the red Cadillac. So what I'm doing right now is like I'm making like literally the whole shoe. I'm making it look like the shoe is a car. You know Ooh, what I'm saying? That's yeah. <laughs> And and then after that, when I'm finished with that, I have um, what do I have to do? I have like um, a painting to do. Not a painting, but it's like a painting on a shoe. Like I said earlier, with like people and like lights and highlights and things like that. So it's like um, it's like an all gray statue. It's like some Rome looking statue. Mm-hmm. Like um, I don't know if you've seen it, but like you know in the Bible when they said like God touched like Adam's hand or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like a hand like pointing like that, and then. Mm-hmm the statue is on like the other shoe and the hand is on one shoe and it's like like the way it's painted it looks like um like it was like molded with clay so you know there's like a lot of like shades and things like that on it so i gotta try to get that right (laughs) and then um then you got more (laughs) no i'm just kidding kidding. (laughs) and then um the last thing right now is just um practicing tattoos like literally probably when i get off the phone now um I'm going to practice, like, you get, like, fake skin and stuff to practice on. Ooh, so, how do, that's the thing, too. How do you practice doing tattoos? <laughs> so, like, um, ironically, like, you got to watch YouTube videos and stuff, but, like, you could practice on, um, practice on fruit first. Mm. Like, oranges and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's how you practice, like, needle depth and things like that. Like, if the oranges all chewed up, you know, you're going too deep and et cetera. And then you buy, um, fake skin online and things like that. Like, some of the fake skin be trash. It's like a hit or miss, but so yeah <laughs> okay no, <laughs> and no one. on that and eventually when you're comfortable you can practice on yourself oh yeah but that's yeah. probably what i'm about to do also too after i do the fake skin <laughs> you like i just gotta go i just gotta go forward yeah, I, I just gotta go in like Mm-mm. but as far as like um i want to know your background too as far as you learning all this stuff right you mm-hmm. this is why like i'm proud um, personally, be just because, like, and me too, I can't say this because I go to art school, but it's like, you don't have to go to school and do all this stuff. Like, under my, like, do you go to school for art or no? So you learn it off, that's what I'm saying, like, learning off of YouTube and learning at the, um, based off of the resources that's already there, mm-hmm. income, and I feel like that is important. Right, because I feel like, like, no disrespect to you or, like, anybody who actually goes to school. But I feel like you don't need to, well, like me personally, I don't need to go to school to learn how to do things. You don't need to go to school to learn how to do what you like to do. Because I feel like if I go to school, like, if I like, because the way I look at it, it's like, if I like to do art, how the fuck am I learning about English? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh my, this, that's <laughs> preach. That's why the thing is, like, that's kind of like the reason why I went to my specific school, because my school isn't like just the art school. It's kind of like a design specific school. And mm-hmm. I did that on purpose. I am not trying to take no math, no health, no BS, because I don't <laughs> have time to be wasting when I could be focusing on the things I really want to do. Exactly. You know, I don't want to take English. That's so true. And that's the thing. <laughs> this is what I don't like about high school, too. They put you through all these classes and they put you through all these things. Exactly. That you go through and as required. The benefit from none of that, like. For real, you had a high school, right? So it's like, what are we doing? Am I doing um, Y equals MX plus B? No, I'm trying exactly. to figure out how to do taxes. <laughs> like, I'm not worried about that today. Right. That's one thing I feel about high school, too. Like, they don't teach you nothing that you need for actual life. Like, 
And that's the thing too. And this the thing is, we look stupid because we're quote unquote artists. We don't make no money, but we make it money. But we're not using none of the stuff we learned for twelve years ago. That's how we feel stupid. Is I that I wasted <laughs> so much time trying to focus on this when I have been honing it for three years, like just doing one thing, and I've been doing so good at it. And I could have been doing this for twelve years, and I would have been a master by now. Mhm. Exactly. I don't know. That's frustrating. And I don't blame you too. And I feel like with like creativity, like with my creativity, like I can't like with school, it's like it's like by the book. Like you have to like paint this this way. This has to go this way. That has to go that way. I like to like do my own thing and like have my own creativity instead of having it like set up for me. Yeah, that's that's the thing, too. Like I didn't really take that much. Like, ironically, I went to art school, right? Didn't take that much art classes. I took like two years of graphic design and I took like um, I think like. Uh, no, I took three years of graphic design. That took like one year of like art, right? Even mm-hmm. in art, I was like, like I don't want to do all this. I'm trying to sit here and like paint colors. With it. Like I'm trying to learn colors. Yeah. Like, yeah, but it's like, like when we was um like when we used to have um graphic design together. Like yes, and I'm like, bro. <laughs> See, right. she was like, yeah, like all these like fancy artworks and shit. She was like, um, attracting like viewers' attention with colors and shades. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about none of that. Like. <laughs> Uh-uh. See, that, see, me, like, I like that just because that is what I use for design as far as, like, <laughs> oh, you need to know that red means dangerous things and that blah, blah, blah. But it's, like, I, I started noticing, too, like, that design course in general, mm-hmm. she went deep, real deep, because I'm in college, and there's some of the stuff that I didn't even do in that course that, that I haven't learned in college at like points and pikas and how to like there's math there's supposed to be math that's involved with design and it's like mm-hmm. points and pikas and how to convert them I'm like right. what the hell I'm doing well, math for I'm that, like <laughs> but no that, like, that's math at school why do you think I'm here like that, for real like I went to design class to get out of math and now I'm back in math that don't make no exactly. sense <laughs> uh-uh, but I don't blame you and the thing is too that's why I try to do like my podcast and other things on the side. Cause the thing is too, I feel like I do a lot of things, but um, that importance of having like, all right, I have like a job and I go to school, like regular normal things, but I do my side too. And I try to, and I still use YouTube. This is the thing that I like got pissed off about um, mm. this year. I was frustrated in class and I was upset because it was like it was like something with type and we're doing online school so it's already hard but we had to like do something with type and learn about typography and all we had to do was put something in a box and put type in it and this lady was going ham on everybody's like oh i don't like yours and i'm like okay so i was getting so frustrated every day going into class i go on youtube one day i find like the future and they talk about design and like it was one episode they they talked about like design and how it's like related to a blt sandwich and they talk about it one day and i'm like oh my god i get it and i'm like i was on the phone with my friend that night too saying like ain't this crazy like i figured out how to do my work better because the next day i went in class she's like oh like you did something different like no like um i went to youtube and my friend was like so how do you feel learn you pay so much for our school and you learned off a YouTube video. And I'm just like, that is crazy, though. I'm like, mm. I'm like, I'm getting too deep, though. I can't just, like, drop out and go on YouTube University. But, um, but no, I don't blame you, though. Getting your education and, like, finding ways to get it, I think that's important. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. But, yes. And 
I think I'm gonna, you know, get close to wrapping it up. Um, I always have like a final thought or like um, some words of advice at the end of every podcast. So for people who are, you know, starting out and probably who aren't even going to school too, that you like, you could reach out to students who are like, I don't know if I need to go to school or anything we talked about. Um, what advice would you give to those young people working in, you know, your type of industry, working in the e-commerce <laughs> or custom design industry? Well, I feel like words of advice I could give is one is like practice. Always, always like make a new way to like hone your craft and make your craft as best as it could be. And like, just never give up. Like sometimes you're going to want to give up, but it just depends on how bad you want to be where you want to be at and even higher than that. So like I said, like it's that self-love, self-motivation, self-confidence, all of that goes into play of where where you want to be in your life with whatever you're doing and it's not even just like creativity and like art and things like that it could be whatever you want to do or whatever makes you happy if you want to fucking mow lawns that have your own lawn mowing company like if you want to do that then do Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. whatever whatever makes you happy like you go for it don't let nobody tell you don't let nobody tell you differently because at the end of the day it's about you more than anybody else so Mm. that's perfect well, I'm going to wrap up today's podcast, you guys. I'll be linking all of Ryan's information. But also, Ryan, where can we find you at? Like on Instagram. I was trying to find your Instagram, too. I couldn't find it. So. <laughs> all right. You can find my um, my business Instagram. It's CXVXL underscore customs. That's why I couldn't find it. But <laughs> what? <laughs> CXVX. I'm sitting here. I'm like, nah, that sounds like, like my Look at it like this. It's civil customs. But the X's, I mean, the eyes are just X's. I don't know. So always remember, you guys, to do what your art desires and tune in to the next podcast.